recording. I thought this was the guitar. Hey, we've made it. <laughs> Welcome to JK Games, the gaming podcast where we bring you... I can't talk. <laughs> where we bring you the gaming news we care about. And maybe something that we don't. Kayla, did I just mess you up? She's oh frozen. My God, I she broke did so, so much. She, I broke her. That was really creepy. I love that this is how we're starting this episode. What just happened? <laughs> Some really weird. Uh, you got stuck in a, like like a robot pose. You're like this. What? Well, I don't know what just happened. I've been having like no issues up until this point. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, let's try again. Uh, welcome to JK Games, the gaming podcast where we bring you the gaming news we care about, and maybe some that we don't. Whether it's I have forgotten the intro. Why do today. you play on like to play on easy mode? <laughs> Why you play? I'm just, I'm still like broken from like starting the intro and then I didn't, I'm not even looking at you and then I hear nothing. I'm like, uh, and then you just, look, I looked in the okay. bottom and you're just like stuck. We'll I just you. like skip that part. This Hey, welcome to JK Games. This is a very special episode um, where we have uh, invited someone back to the show. Yeah, you're Luke. His name's Josh. I am. I've been on here, I don't know. Uh, what, th- three, four <laughs> times, something. But it's been a while. I think it's I think it's five. What? Is oh. It, I don't know. I must have blacked out. Time flies when you're having fun. We have some, some folks already active in the chat for Josh. You know, they're, they're ready. Nice. They're excited. We got, so we got, we got a I lot of Josh up. fans. Stands, if you will. Stands. Uh, oh, Mark crap. Maris. I guess the, the chat thing is like... Over your face, Caleb. Wow, rude. Covering me up. It's okay, cool. I'll go up. I'll go over it really quick. I'll fix uh, it. Arkham Arrow says, it's Langley, boy. Uh, Katronica <laughs> said, she did not see the freeze. So apparently that was just for y'all. Oh, I don't know. Maybe, I, I don't know. Seems crazy. Or maybe maybe it was like right when we first went live. Um, we got the gaming news we forgot about. <laughs> Oh my god, that was good. <laughs> that is perfect. I that is we have done this now. Is this the hundred and thirteenth episode? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Um Thirteen's my lucky so, number, so I'm glad I'm here for it. Wow. Uh, is, yeah. Is it lucky for it you? For or maybe me. not for my brain. Not for a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. Well you are your birthday's oh, on yeah, the thirteenth. Yeah, exactly. It? Coming up. Yeah. Um all right, wow. And then we got a couple of people. We got like, he's got a good name. And somebody said, oh, gosh, it's Josh. Nice. Wow. <laughs> so we had to. I'm one of your hosts, Kayla. If you're new here, normally we're not this discombobulated. Actually, we kind of are, but it's fine. <laughs> so I'm I tried to. I was just like, you know, last minute scrambling to get this ready to go. So um, I think my brain is just finally catching up with the fact that I we are streaming. Yeah, now. It's, yeah. it's live so, TV. We are here. We are ready yeah. to go. This is Jerrica. You got to bring the know. energy up. You oh, got to yeah. get your energy back up. Yeah. You know, um, I am excited because tomorrow I have n- my girlfriend's working, Audrey's working, um, and that means I don't have to play Destiny. Not that I don't want to play Destiny. It's just like I have a fear of missing out with Destiny yeah. right now. So if, I'm, if other people are playing Destiny, I can't play anything else. Peer so pressure. I am finally going to get – I'm going to get back to Horizon <laughs> tomorrow because gotcha. I miss it Hell terribly. Yeah. So that is bringing up my height level. So I'm awake. Let's get into some gaming news. Yeah, I'm Jerrica, the other host. And then we have a special guest, Josh, with us down here. There you go. Yep. 
Wait, Wait there oh. we go. Yeah. Down yeah. there. And uh, he's been the on with us a couple bottom. times. You know, he, he's been around the block. He's been around the J.K. Yeah. Games block. Yeah. yeah. Was he our first guest? I think I, I think I was the first guest, actually. And if this is your first time ever looking at Josh, our our friend down there, um, one of the things that we had him on first for was the just Nintendo history and information, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think you so. Love Nintendo. Yeah, it's um, my primary Nintendo thing, fan. yeah. That's, I mean, his hoodie. He's got a Nintendo Look hoodie at. on. Yeah, I got evening, that with so. you in New York. We were in New York together. Yeah. In New York. We did. And, yep. It was and raining. I'm really bummed because they made the, the, the hoodies and sweatshirts they have is are amazing. But the, the sweatshirt we had, like, shrunk really bad. So yeah. now it, it still fits, but it's almost like a crop top, especially on Audrey. So, great hoodie, though. Yeah. <laughs> My thing is not supposed to have dead silence. Uh, sorry, no, my thing just freaked out for a second. I was like, wait, is, is everything else paused? Oh, no. They're attacking us. Okay, uh, but today we have some really cool stuff to talk about, and I'm excited to hear Josh's take. Um, we're going to talk about Elden Ring today, the craze of Elden Ring, uh, the mysterious craze, because I need more information. I played a little bit, and I want to hear Josh's take, because Josh also has an interesting take, I feel. Yeah, um, and I have a few questions myself, so I'm so glad Josh is here and he's played Elden Ring, because uh, between everything else that's come out in the last three weeks, I have I have not been able to get with Elden Ring yet. Yeah, um, for sure. But I want to, but I want to also know, I have, a, I have a few questions before I spend $60 on this game. Yeah, for sure. Um, before we get into that, though, we'll just go ahead and do our loadout really quick, just some housekeeping, if you will. Um, if you are new here and you're watching us live, thank you for joining us on Twitch. We are so glad to have you. Feel free to sound off in the chat like you guys already are. We love to get feedback from you guys and just talk there. <laughs> um, if you're listening after the fact, we do live shows now on Twitch, and our Twitch is JFK Games Podcast. Um, that's where you can find us on everything, on Instagram, Twitter. You can always follow us over there and see like when we're going live. We don't have any schedule, really. Uh, we're trying to get, you know... We both have lives. We both have full-time jobs. So it's not always going to be the same. We're trying to get like around the same time of the week. But we'll always notify you on Instagram or Twitter if you follow us there. And then we also are uploading, if you're more interested in visuals, so like seeing our faces and stuff like that, um, why wouldn't you want to? Come on. Look at us. Josh. <laughs> Uh, you can actually go over to YouTube because we upload our live shows after the fact on YouTube. Typically, that will come out like next day or day after, just depending. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of just our little housekeeping. Of course, you can always email us, jkgamespodcast at gmail.com for any feedback or episode suggestions, yada, yada. Uh, yeah. So let's just go ahead and jump into what we've been playing we can let our guests go first, which he's mainly been playing what we're going to talk well, about in our main topic. <laughs> oh, oh my goes. gosh. There she goes again. Yep. Turn into a robot. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, yes, I've been playing some Elden Ring, which we'll get to. Uh, I think the interesting thing, which you you haven't revealed yet, which is what, what make this conversation. When you asked me to come on here and talk about Elden Ring, I was like, wait, why? Because... Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm kind of known for um, not really liking, you know, the the creator of Elden Ring from software. You know, they they make Dark Souls. I'm kind of known for not really liking those games, but um, I've been kind of addicted to Elden Ring lately. So yeah. it, you know, I think it, it it will be an interesting conversation. So I've been playing that. Before that, 
and I feel like I say this every time I'm on here, I was trying to catch up on Final Fantasy XIV. Um, <laughs> you know, they just had their expansion come out in December. Uh, and I, I was kind of like, right before it came out, I was actually trying to like, you know, play tons because I was behind then too, like in the fall. And, you know, everyone's busy in the fall. Um, and um, I was getting close, but I didn't quite make it. And then when it launched, um, there was so much demand that, you know, they, they had to stop selling the game because so many people were, too many people were buying it. They had to stop selling it. And so um, I couldn't play because every time I tried to play, it was like the server was uh, full. It wasn't down. It was just full of people. And you had to wait, you know, in the server queue for like however long hours or whatever. And so I just basically said, forget it, and kind of put it down for the side. But then I started playing it. And I wasn't interested in Elden Ring at all, honestly. And, and so I uh, anticipated that I would have been starting the new expansion by now. Um, but yeah, I got a little sidetracked. Yeah. A little That's how it goes in the gaming world. I did you try a little bit of, as you said, a lot of games have come out. Um, I did try a little bit of Final Fantasy VI Pixel Remaster right before Ooh. Elden Ring, um, which is you know a remake of the Super Nintendo um, Final Fantasy game. One of the best. Um, and what's really cool about it is obviously they added like widescreen support and um, kind of it's still just pixel art, but, you know, it's all nice and high def. But uh, they really kind of remastered the soundtrack and I've been really impressed by that. Um, so I'm actually really looking forward to kind of getting back into that um, once whenever I'm done playing Elden Ring or whatever. Nice. Tirika, you want to go next? What you been playing? I'm just getting for ready for the raid um, in Destiny this weekend. Uh, the new raid comes out on Friday, if I'm not mistaken. So I've just been playing Destiny and trying to get my light level up high enough so I we can at least um, maybe clear one boss. That would be nice. You know, I've never... This is really exciting because I've actually have never been on the Destiny hype train right when a raid goes live, like a brand new raid. Um, so... Usually I've dropped off and I get to the newest expansion eventually, just not like I have been playing Destiny nonstop for over a year. Um, so Bungie is doing something right to keep me that engaged. Uh, so regardless, I am excited to like be in uh, a few others are going to try to get in there and see what happens. I We know nothing about the raid, really. Um, if anything else is dropped, I don't know about it. Um, and I really don't know what it's like to just for day one raids, like what that looks like, because like I said, I'd never, I'd never been here day one when a raid comes out. You can get that so world know, first. Like, you, yeah. Yeah. yeah well, world you know, first. We, we, we'll try. Um, we're definitely gonna, we won't be able to get started on Friday unless we do it late, unfortunately, but Saturday night's when we're going to try. Um, Nice. But it'd be nice just to go in completely blind because normally we watch videos and like prepare ourselves so we're not like wasting time. But this, there's not going to be that much content out. Um, I say that someone's going to upload a video pretty quickly, probably, on how to get through it. But I don't know. That's exciting. I don't know what to expect. I don't know what the raid is. I don't know how it ties into the story. So that's, that's probably what I'm most excited for because um, this expansion in Destiny has been one of the most interesting ones in terms of story. Like, I got so invested in the witch queen herself, Savathu, and in, like, her backstory, because um, they did a lot of um, exploring with that and sort of, like, you get to sort of go back to the previous um, seasons of Destiny to see, like, how they were going to 
you know, pulling Savathun's like plan and like background story. Like it's been planned from a very long time ago. Her sort of story Interesting. arc. Um, I played um and, you know, I played some Destiny with you. I don't really remember too much about some of the lore is confusing. You know it is it's very good, confusing. but you gotta dig in deep. <laughs> you gotta read, you know, websites. Yeah, read some stuff. Watch yeah. some YouTube videos. <laughs> it, it's pretty interesting. Well, it's just in the game it's kind of presented strangely. But not as much anymore. Yeah, and that's like yeah. been a really cool change because they've put a lot of uh, effort and I don't know if they're expanding their narrative team or like they're involving that. They're making that part of the experience like less more. You don't have to read as much yeah. now and they're giving you some more like more and more juicy details about the world. Like I have never been invested in a Destiny story yet. Like this is I, I literally watched a two hour long video. Man. On like Savathun and her siblings, yeah. oh my god, how they came to be because there's this there you know without spoiling it that there's a end scene to the expansion that's pretty freaking mind blowing. That's like it's it's a scene that I don't want to compare it to anything because I don't want to spoil it, but I know what I want. I'll tell you guys after the show like what it's compared to, but it was pretty it was pretty exciting. So like, you've- I, I can't wait to see where it, where it goes. You finished like the main storyline DLC, is that right? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah, and there's a there's a cutscene at the very end, and I was just like, oh, what? <laughs> oh my god, they did it! They showed us something, which is really cool. So awesome. Anywho, yep, I'm getting ready for the raid. Destiny, Witch Queen expansions, incredible. Finally beat the campaign. What light level you got to be Get for in, the raid? I think just like. 1520 or 1530. Oh my gosh, it's so high now. I think what I've lost plate of like 800 or something was. Yeah, I know. That's literally me. Oh my gosh. Yeah. What? Okay, you're ready. You're ready. Yeah. I'm pretty much ready. Now it's just me like
Well, I feel like you don't have to be, okay, I feel like there's like a level of compensation. So like if you're super good at the game, you don't have to yeah, be like you, as Yeah, you can like not talk at all. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm not like, <laughs> I I'm, I feel like if I was playing, cause I've been mainly streaming Apex because it's like what I know. And so like, and I know a lot of people like watching Apex um, and I'm trying to get used to more like keyboard and mouse playing, which I am not used to at all because I'm new to PC. So that's been fun. Um, but I do appreciate those who are working. I feel like it'll get easier for me as I keep doing it because I do enjoy it. I think it's fun. Um, so thank you guys for watching me on that. It's it's so much different having like Jerrica to bounce off of and stuff versus like me just being <laughs> it by is. myself. So I don't like I don't stream solo that much because I honestly I don't have a lot of fun with it yeah. because when I when I play a game, I don't like talking. Oh, I like okay. to just play the game. Yeah. So, like, if someone's chatting, like, I probably won't see it. I think the last time I streamed Destiny, I just started playing, and, like, I'm just like, so if anyone is wanting to talk, I'm not talking. <laughs> um, You should really give yourself a trial by fire choosing Apex for that. Yeah, I understand. And thank you, Katrina. She was watching me, which is awesome. Thank you so much for being <laughs> engaged. Uh, but... I, I agree, but I feel like it was it's what I know the best, and so I think that's why like it's easier for me to like talk while I do that because I know it so well. Um, and mm-hmm. yes, late from lunch, uh, I am streaming Apex on this channel. So anytime I do a solo stream, it's going to be on JK Games. Um, it should notify you, gotta, you if you're... yeah, you got to subscribe, ring the bell, you know, yeah. get all that. Yeah, turn the <laughs> notifications on. Come on, you should be getting on your phone. Yeah, smash that bell, y'all. Yeah. Oh, that's YouTube. I think that's I think what that's they YouTube, say, right? But... Smash the like button. Uh, yes, it's on this channel. And uh, it's kind of sporadic right now um, because I'm just testing things out. I still don't like – I still have some technical things that I need to work on. Um, yeah, so still new, still working on it. But if you get the notification, just come on in. I'll also – every once in a while – oh, he said my notifications aren't working. I'll try to catch the next one all. Um, I also try to post it on Instagram as well if you follow us there. But yeah, uh, what am I playing? I played some more Horizon. I love it. It's fantastic. Uh, I do wish I could be playing more of it, as Jerrica was saying earlier. Because <laughs> um, it's you know it, I, I went back and forth with that because um, I really enjoyed the first one a lot, a ton. Yeah. I, I really loved it. And actually, I don't have a PS5 yet because I was waiting until Final Fantasy 16 came out to get one. Yeah, which I probably need to start looking soon, just because it's hard to get. Still, uh, who knew? Yeah. And, um, but Years. then, you know, Horizon was coming out and I was thinking, oh, maybe I want to go in for Horizon. But then I saw like some of the comparison videos and Digital Foundry did a really good video. And I was like, wow, you know, it looks even on PS4, it looks really good, actually. Yeah, uh, it looks incredible. It's beautiful. Um, but I decided I, I think there's enough out. I'm going to personally just wait until pro- probably get a PS5 and even like just for the controller haptics, you know, feel it rumbling. Yeah. Yeah. Which so. is really good in this one, actually. The dual sense is pretty awesome. Yeah, uh, me, but I'm excited to me, try it eventually. Yeah, uh, me and Jerrica did like a, a little first impression on our last episode. It's like a spoiler free if you want to kind of hear like our like brief like couple hours in thoughts. Uh, we did that. <laughs> Josh, it has it has definitely taken my the the spot of the number one best looking game I've ever played. Yeah, yeah I could see in that in terms easily. of like even the characters' faces look awesome, and even the motion capture is really good. It's not like Last was part two, like top tier motion yeah. capture, but it's definitely well, a I mean, huge improvement from the first well, game. Even the first one, <laughs> you know, insane. it looked really good. It's still holds tw- up. You know, 2017 PS4 game. It looked amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's I crazy mean, how much I, we talked, me and Kayla talked about this. Like, it's it's wild, like, how much 
you didn't you always think like hey, nothing's gonna top this and it always gets topped and like how does yeah. the littlest details like lighting and like particles like make a crazier experience like when it it almost looks like you're there like it looks so good now the jumping that's i'll say that josh her mechanics and her jumping the jumping i am not a fan Uh-oh. of it feels weird she it can jump for the like first that's one evolved. can't she oh it's like the same you, thing though. you can it's feel yeah, yeah that's the only that was my only that was my only gripe with the game but other than that it play they have evolved a few things and if anything it's just the more what you love of a horizon about horizon but yeah yeah some added added bonuses how far are you kayla and insane probably about six hours i think okay that's pretty good you know like the little yeah. beginning yeah um i'm really i'm really invested i really like the story i like the mechanics i like i mean it's just i could literally stare at it all day like it, it's just really cool um but yeah so i definitely need to play more of it i i think it's about 35 hours is that right does that sound mm-hmm. right it's about 30 to 40 like if you, just do the main story, main story. stuff <laughs> and the, I, jerica talked about this last week she had played a little bit more than me when we talked last week um i mm-hmm. want to do the side quest which is not normal for me i normally am not a complete all the side quests are good yeah i'm not normally a completionist but here's the thing i feel like <laughs> with quick soapbox really quick i feel like side quests in a lot of games aren't really like super relevant not that like it feels like okay actually can you go get this jug out of the forest while you're there and like it doesn't really like you know what i'm talking about like sometimes it doesn't really flow super well it feels like a totally which it's a side quest like that makes sense but um i feel like this the side quests in this game like flow pretty well with the actual main stories because sometimes i don't they're interesting they're interesting like you want to go do it like yeah i want to go do this like it's not just like it's just like part of the story right they did yeah. pretty good with that mm-hmm. in the first one, too. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, Katronic actually just said in the chat, I've heard the side quests are better in this one than mm. the first one. Um, For sure. I did skip I really a lot remember. of them, especially towards the end, because I was just like, yeah. oh, I just want to do the like, <laughs> main stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that's usually how I am, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's really all I've been playing. I've been playing some more Apex, like I said. Um, I have a lot that I want to get to on my PC that I've downloaded but haven't started yet. Uh Quick, uh, not spoiler, but like quick little interlude to what we're what's going to be coming is I actually downloaded uh, Mass Effect for the first Ooh. time ever. Ooh, let's go! Finally, <laughs> so that's something uh, something that was really fun that me and Jerica did as we played through. I played through Resident Evil Village, and she was like watching me play through it, and it was really fun to like. <laughs> it's fun, yeah. So yeah. we're gonna do that with Mass Effect because Jerica's a big Mass Effect fan. If you know her. Um, so she's gonna we're gonna stream together me going through it for the first time and like, be creating fun. my character. Yeah. And so she's gonna be I'd like like a thanks. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> she's gonna be like the master teaching the Padawan mm-hmm. uh the ways. So yeah, we'll definitely do some live streams of that and then we'll record it and put it up on our YouTube because that's what we did with the Resident Evil it was really fun. Uh watching me get scared to death. Those are still up if you wanna watch them. Like a let's play. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's really all I've been doing. Um, definitely want to try some new things going forward. I feel like I, I have so much I've downloaded and I haven't touched it yet, which is kind of just, you know, the life. But um, let's go ahead and move on to news if you guys are cool with that. We don't have a ton to touch on this week, but I feel like some of the things we have to touch on we could talk about for a while. Um, do we want to start with... The let's start with the I I know nothing about this. Josh was telling us about this earlier, but Epic Games has bought Bandcamp. Uh, Josh, you want to yeah, tell us a little weird. about that? 
Um, I, I didn't read too much like about the actual press release as far as like what the strategy on it was, but that kind of just happened. Um, Bandcamp, you know, as you know, it's kind of like, well, you compared it to like, sort of like SoundCloud, I guess, but you know, it's like a lot of um, indie artists and sometimes even a lot of video game composers will put their, you know, their, um, the soundtracks on there. Um, mm-hmm. Some Sometimes it's free even, but a lot of times it'll be like pay a dollar, pay what you want, you know, pay $5 or whatever. Um, and so it's just kind of interesting for Epic. It's kind of a, you know, it's one of those news stories that popped up and I was like, huh, because you know, they tend to, they tend to stay kind of within a certain kind of wheelhouse as far as video game mm-hmm. engines, video game publishing. Um, so it's interesting that you'd buy kind of a digital music storefront, you know, I wonder a if their plan is kind of to, to use that in their games and kind of have like a, you know, like it a seems like that'd be complicated though, just because, you know, there's still licensing. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. Uh, it'll be interesting to see kind of what happens uh, from that. Usually when things get acquired, you know, you hope for the best, but a lot of times they don't really end up the best, right? You know, the things mm-hmm. usually end up shutting down or changing enough where, you know, you lose all your users. I feel like there's normally like a reason behind it too, right? Oh, I'm sure, there's a, I'm sure there's yeah. a, I'm sure there's some reason like that, you know, we don't really fully know. Uh, there is an article, mm-hmm. if you're curious to read it, um, on Bandcamp's website. It's like yeah. blog.bandcamp.com if you guys are interested. But I just thought that was interesting and I wanted some explanation because I was like, I don't know who this is, honestly. <laughs> Gonna be straight. Uh, okay, and then um, we were also talking about, I don't remember the exact date, um, but another news piece is we got Stream Deck uh, has launched. Steam Deck. Um, I was like, wait, Stream Deck. Ste- Stream Deck. Steam Deck. <laughs> Which is I think easy Stream to Deck make is a that thing too. I think I, I say Deck. the wrong thing every time because they are very similar. Steam Deck Steam is, Deck. you know, the uh, made by <laughs> Valve, who makes Steam and they make Half Life and all that stuff. But it's the little, it's like a Nintendo Switch, but it's like a PC, basically. So yeah. you can play your Steam library, you know, on the go, like a Switch. Yeah, um, it's it, like the this this day and age uh, Game Gear. <laughs> I remember you making it's that sort of, comparison. We were talking. Well, it about is like that because the battery announced. life I think is only like three hours, so you might be you're, you're <laughs> yeah. just about right on that. Uh, uh, I, I, I like to. We were talking about this too. How um, in the because uh, Valve is based out of Bellevue, Washington, and um, within that kind of Bellevue, uh, Seattle type area. Uh, the CEO of Valve, Gabe Newell, uh, was like hand delivering them, and they released like a little promo video because they have like a little mini camera crew crew with them, and uh, it's just kind of weird. <laughs> it is weird. <laughs> it's sort of so, awkward because you know you you ordered this, and then all of a sudden like the CEO shows up, and he's like, "Uh, here here's your thing," hey, and he's, he's signing them, so that's cool too. I would be like, "Who are you?" <laughs> I love how like, he's just like, you know, just let me know what you think about it, what you like about it. That's cute. <laughs> I was talking to someone else. Um, I think it was late from lunch here uh, because, you know, I have the Valve Index, which is their VR system. And um, for a while it was odd because they, they're now making the Steam Deck and they're making VR headsets. And they, they've they made a few other hardware things here and there, like they had a controller they made. But for the most part, they just stick to software. And so they don't really have like a huge pipeline for hardware, especially considering how many users Steam has. And so yeah. for a while, um, when it first came out, you know, people on the uh, Valve Index subreddit 
maybe like a wire would break or, you know, it, it would twist. And so it would stop working or, or they need like a little replacement piece. And so everyone was talking about like, how do I, like, how do I get a replacement wire? It's not on their website or anything. And um, that same guy, Gabe Newell, the CEO, he responded <laughs> in the Reddit. He was like, oh, um, just send me an email directly and I'll get you taken care of. And so people were like <laughs> sending him an email saying like their wire was broken. And then he was like, Getting them a replacement, just so odd, you know. <laughs> It'd be like emailing, you know, whoever you want to think of, like a CEO of, you know, Nintendo or something. You know, very strange. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Jerrica, didn't you pre-order this as well? Didn't you? Didn't you? I don't this? know what I did to be honest. Like, I think I got on a wait list or something. Oh, like, okay. I put five dollars down for something, but I did it like super late. You don't so even I don't know even what know you did. Still- <laughs> Shoot, I don't know. Like, are they going to charge me at some point? Like, are they going to send me something? I don't know. I paid um, five dollars for something. Is the demand? So, have you guys seen? Is the demand pretty high? Like, are you able to get your hands it's, on these right now? No, you can't get it, it unless you. It's a huge wait list. The demand is very high. Okay, okay, okay. So I'm on the. I think I'm on a wait list, but it might be like next year until I get one. It looks really so, nice. Like honestly, I think it's. I think it's pretty cool. I mean, there's no other way really that you can like carry around your Steam. Yeah, as far like as that. the functionality, it seems pretty well designed. Uh, the build quality looks good. Um, you know, there's different models. It's a little bit pricey, but uh, if I mean, it's like you know, buying any kind of. I mean, it's like a computer. I mean, it's like console, yeah. It's, it's closer um, to a computer, but yeah. How much was it exactly? Oh, I don't off the top of my head. There's different models. Uh, let's see. Fact check. Don't want to get it wrong. Uh, Three ninety nine for the sixty four gig. Five twenty nine for the two fifty six, and six forty nine for the five twelve. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Not too bad for yeah. what it is. It's like a mid range PC that you can take so around with you. I was looking up articles. Uh, trying to find like some reviews on this. And I found this one, which is interesting. Uh, Jericho, you'll probably think this is interesting. Uh, Bungie will ban Destiny 2 players trying to bypass Steam Deck incompatibi- incompatibility. <laughs> yeah, I did come across that too. I saw that. <laughs> interesting. Any system, this is from uh, PC Gamer, uh, article by Jacob Bridley. Uh, any system <laughs> using Steam Play's I keep wanting to say stream play. Oh my gosh. Uh, Proton compatibility layer is incompatible with Destiny 2, Bungie says. Destiny 2 is not supported on the stream de- Steam Deck. Dang it. Oh my Steam gosh. It's okay. Just call it that. It's fine. We, Steam people Deck. People know what we're talking about. Yeah. And anyone <laughs> trying to bypass the rules will be met with a swift game ban, developer so, Bungie whoa. has said. Just a quick explanation <laughs> for you as far as what Proton is. Um, because yeah. this is like a little gaming PC. Uh, Proton is sort of like a like a virtual. It's sort of like a layer because it actually is sort of like a Linux-based machine, and so it's sort of like a conversion to play Windows games on Linux, essentially. And so mm-hmm. um, that's why you have to see like if your game is compatible. A lot of things on Steam are some aren't quite compatible because it's kind of running through like a Linux emulator mm-hmm. sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And so um, I, w- I could see, I don't know, I didn't read like into the Destiny thing too much, but I imagine it has to do with like potential like anti-cheating kind of stuff, you know, yeah, with like online sure. games. It um, has to be, yeah. For yeah. them to be reacting this way, I feel like it Not to mention it's an additional like support channel they would have to figure out like a pipeline, but I do have one more question. If one of you know, like, how does it work with like supporting like online play and like chat? I guess there isn't really a in, built-in chat because Steam doesn't have that, right? 
Like you have to do use a separate kind of avenue. I haven't looked you know? into it since I don't have one. Yeah. <laughs> but That's a good I know point. people, you know, people you, can install like custom you, software on it too already, like, you know, running like emulators to run like N64 games um, or Super Nintendo games. So I'm sure you can just kind of. <laughs> it's probably a chat option. If you know yeah. what you're doing, I'm sure you can figure it out. Yeah. I was just curious because um, I'm obviously I'm not going to be able to get it in time soon due to what you're saying about like demand and stuff. I mean, it is expensive, but I, I'm interested. It sounds cool. Um, all right. Well, really, the last piece of news we have is Pokemon news, uh, which was kind of surprising. Or was it? Was this kind of known beforehand? And I just didn't um, I think like right before it sort of semi leaked. But for the yeah. most, for most people, even me, I wasn't really following it too much. It, it was kind of a surprise, I guess. Yeah. Especially so the Pokemon, release date, I would say. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty soon, right? Uh, it's kind of like later this year. New video games: Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet. Um, which is, I will find the date. Oh, it just says late 2022. Yeah, it'll probably be like, yeah. you know, November or something. But I think the the thing that I feel like I've seen the most is the new starter Pokemon mm-hmm. uh, are super cute. Uh, Jarek, have you seen the, at least the pictures of them? I know you said you didn't get a chance to look at the video, but have you seen the Yeah, I, I always will know the starter you're three. always going to look like, that up. And, 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 like, and I'm like, which one am I going to get a go with? So... Of course, we have to talk about which one we like the most. Well, I think that which, first of all, I like the you know this this uh, you know each Pokemon is based on like a certain region. You know, you mm-hmm. have like the Alola region is like mm-hmm. Hawaii, and you have the last one, Sword and Shield, is kind of like the UK. This one's kind of allegedly sort of like Spain. Um, and the day of the announcement, we were talking to one of our friends who speaks Spanish, and. Uh, they're explaining that the names are kind of even puns, you know, like on Spanish. Oh, cool. Because um, yeah. the fire starter is like a little crocodile, fire crocodile thing. His name's Fue Coco. And I guess, you know, like oh. Fuego, you know, Fue is like whatever. I don't speak Spanish. but uh, And then the little uh, grass type is a little cat. Um, it's like Sprigatito or something. And I guess Gatito is a little cat. And then yeah. Sprig. It's such a clever pun, you know. Um, and then, uh, but then the duck is just called Quaxley, which is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> he has like his hand on his hip. His little wing is like on his hip. He's a real sassy little duck. I've, s- I've seen people say he looks like Donald Trump, and I can't. Because his hair kind of has like that yeah. little, little, uh, whatever. Tuft. I think the duck mm-hmm. is like definitely the standout, like sassy water duck named Quaxley is kind of like definitely very standout to me. I wonder what their final evolution. Yeah, that's are the thing. You never, like, that's what I'm yeah. always like, really awkward sometimes. You know, I like Scorbunny in the last one, but the final evolution is yeah. a little dumb. Um, I get I get mad when your starter is maybe like so like the cat, yeah. for instance. Like I don't like when they go from four, they're on four oh, legs and vice versa. And they, they yeah, I don't like that. Right. I don't like. I just like them. I like them to stay whatever. However, you want them more to be like four an animal, legs. less like a furry. You know, like yeah. more, yeah. more just like an animal. <laughs> Uh, I don't like when they start standing up and walking around, okay? Yeah. You know? I agree. And then they got thumbs. Yeah. And they're picking up my stuff. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, I agree with that. Quit doing that. Put it down. <laughs> I think, Put it down. I think I'm going to have to go with the little gator. I think I I think I like the fire gator, the Fue Coco. Fue Coco? Fue Coco? I love grass type starters. Um, and I also really like um, uh, uh, cats. <laughs> And mm-hmm. so I, I think that the his design is kind of plain. I kind of like the other two designs more, but I'm going to have faith yeah. that it's going to have cool evolutions. Yeah. Okay. Okay. 
Cool. All right. Well, y'all got our starters. Or wait, Jerk, you didn't say. It. Who are you going to pick? I'm going with, is it Fue Coco, the gator apple thing? It looks yeah. like an apple, so I'm really concerned. It might turn into so like a big cons- apple. I, that's what I'm mad about. I don't <laughs> want it to do that. I want it to get into like a Charizard-looking thing. Okay, yeah. I want to be yeah. like a lizard of some sort. And I just, uh, you know, I just, I don't need Pokemon to be certain objects anymore. I hate that. Like, yeah. I guess what it is hard. I, here's a, I can't be... That's a. Mm, it's when they start looking like chandeliers and like lollipops and like other things. I'm just I don't like that. Yeah, our friend. Or is of the there show? something wrong with friend my taste? The, friend of the I don't show. know. Trash. There, like, there's a trash. I feel like there is a trash can Pokemon. A trash bag. He's a trash that? bag. I think. Oh, <laughs> trash oh, bag. Sorry. <laughs> I was gonna say our friend of the show Cody. His favorite Pokemon is a Pineco. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Did you not it's know that? All, you know. No. I don't um, like that. I was I was interested because I did read a little bit um about them saying that this new the new Pokemon is gonna be open world, open world adventure. Um so I thought that was cool. I didn't watch the, I'll, the trailer. I'll say already, even though they just made uh, Arceus, Arceus, however you say it, um I will say it already looks better. Um, you know. Okay. Uh as far as graphically, you know, I don't know about the, they didn't really show gameplay. I just mean the overall graphics. Uh, look a little better. Uh, in the chat, really quick, we have uh, Katronica said, I heard new Stardew Pokemon, and I was down for that crossover. And Stardew yeah, I Pokemon. can see that. I can see that. Uh, and then we have, oh, hey, Jebu, I'm late to the party. Uh, so Elden Ring, graphics are beautiful. I like being able to roam freely around the map. Still just an updated Dark Souls, in my opinion. Well, you didn't uh, miss actually, that discussion yet. <laughs> I was going to say, we actually haven't gotten to that yet. We're, we're literally about to move into it. And Josh is going to give us the down low on uh, his conversion, if you will. The redemption arc, Yeah, redemption. Uh, <laughs> so we're actually just now getting into that. So perfect timing, honestly. Um, so that's really all for news. The game looks really cute. Uh, we were just talking about Pokemon, if you're just jumping in, uh, the new Pokemon news. So Please, the gator, way Coco, please don't turn into a big apple. Please. <laughs> and, don't, oh, no, don't, don't turn into an apple. Don't apologize. We're, uh, you, didn't jump, you didn't jump the shark. You, you made a segue for us right into... Yeah, it's perfect. We need to quit talking about Pokemon anyway, so... Could do that for a while, you know, because they're so cute. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but let's get into our expert mode, baby. This is where we're just gonna we're just gonna listen to Josh talk for about thirty more minutes. I need to call this expert mode because <laughs> no. I'm like basically like the opposite of an expert on this exactly. particular topic, which yeah. might but, make this interesting. Um, yeah, I have some questions. Yeah. I have questions for you, Josh. Yeah, don't let me ramble here, too much. Sometimes I get no, these no, no. rants on here. Let's set up the stage because this is not just an this is not just any Elden Ring conversation. Okay. Yeah. Um. These are these are all these these three people you're looking at right now. Um, I'm going to be honest, like m- most of the time, if I were, I tried, um, see, I don't even, Bloodborne. Is it Bloodborne? That's the one everyone's That's one of them. always talking about. Bloodborne, okay. Sekiro, so, at Dark Souls 1, 2, 3. That's like the main one. There ones. we go. Demon so Souls. So I, I, I tried Bloodborne. I think it's just for me a little dated. I don't know if I, I don't know if it was my cup of tea. I just couldn't get into it. So I put that down. Um, but then, of course, with my PS5, I had to try the Demon Souls uh, remake because it just looked gorgeous. Um, and I was like, I got to try it. And I see people playing it. Got into that. Started liking it. Got my butt kicked a lot and had to restart a whole lot. But I actually really got into 
the grind of it and like just the, the feeling that you got when you finally got through a tougher boss or not. I, I actually, I didn't even get to a boss when you got to like a tougher enemy in this case um, was really rewarding when you finally did it. And you're like, well, I, I ended up, I could do that, which is awesome. So that's why I'm a little hesitant to play Elden Ring. Cause I also, that's that, that's the only, that's the two, that's the only two games I've been exposed to that play like that or that, that type of game. Um, so I'm just a little nervous. It might be too hard for me. So I don't know about what you think, Kayla. So, yeah. So I actually have, I have a tiny bit to talk about here before we get into Josh's. Um, I actually did get to play some. I have never played any of these games. Like what would you, what is, is this just called like the Dark Souls universe or are you talking like specifically I mean, from software Technically Elden Ring is a standalone game. Okay. That's a from software game. That's the, the company. Yeah. But it's very, I mean, it's Dark Souls, basically. Yeah. So I've never played anything from this this company at all, actually. Um, so I didn't have, I didn't really know what to expect. I kind of knew, like, like sort of, like, I actually played um, on my brother-in-law's computer. And he kind of gave me, like, a debrief, kind of, like, because he, I jumped into the middle of the game, which, from what I understand, <laughs> isn't necessarily, like, it's fine. I just didn't get, the, like, the, act, like, backstory and things like that. Um, I don't remember exactly where he put me he said he was trying to set me up for success as much as he could um but i played probably about an hour and a half of it um just kind of like roaming around just trial and error to seeing what all was going on um i died like instantly when i walked into this battle because you know what i've learned and, and from talking to you is like you know if you're if you walk upon like this this fight or this enemy or this boss and you're not ready, you can just like leave and go on to the next thing, which is cool until you don't know that like you can't handle this. <laughs> uh, so I had an, like I had an okay time. It just doesn't seem like something that I, it, it just doesn't seem like it's really for me, which is fine. Like not all games are for everyone. And I can still like appreciate that. It's like cool game. It's, and I, I love like the conversations I've been having about it and like people being passionate about it. I think that's awesome. Uh, it just doesn't seem like it's going to be something that I dive into. It's a lot of game, which I normally don't go for. Uh, <laughs> so that's kind of my brief experience. I liked it. It was fine. I feel like if I had a little bit more time with it, then I probably would like it more. But I just don't know if I had I that you time would. to commit to yeah. that. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at. So, well, Josh. I'll try to organize my background. thoughts a little so it's not too ranty. Yeah, so the background is... Background. The whole reason how I ended up here um, is that I'm actually within our friend group, and some of you watch a stream where we did like our uh, picks of like fancy game picks. So, kind of within this group, you know, um, I'm kind of known as actually like the From Software, you know, troll, I guess. I I intentionally (laughs) like causing uh, a stink about From Soft games uh, because, and I, you know, don't at me, but I think they're overrated mostly. <laughs> I'll be honest. I think it's overrated. They're overrated all time. Because, and let me try to explain as best I can. Well, you know, people get thoughts. upset when I say this kind of thing. But um, if you've played, like, throughout their history, first of all, From Software is honestly mostly, well, now they're known for, like, Dark Souls and stuff. But they're mostly, like, these. they made these mech games, a lot of Armored Core, right? There's a bunch of these games. Um, they made these Armored Core games, and then there was Demon Souls on, on the PlayStation 1. Uh, and to be honest, if you play any of those games, you play Demon Souls, the original one, you play these mech games, 
if you were to just play these with no context, even like when they came out, I, I, I'm not even talking about like, do they hold them now? They're not that good. They're like, they're like a low budget B tier janky games. Okay. This is, <laughs> you know, you got to hang in for this ride. This is what we call the redemption arc. Don't worry. Yes. Uh, don't worry. Stick to anyway, the end. These are, I just didn't have a lot of respect for them because I mean, I can respect that. They like a certain genre mech games or whatever. Um, and people, you know, in niche genres, I think this is the thing is they, they have these fans that enjoy these niche genres and there's not really that other, that many other mech games, you know, like, especially in the West in Japan, there's a few other options. And so it's like, you have these, like people who are like really into mech games and these people are kind of like, you know, people who are really into like model trains, you know? And so um, they're just taking whatever they can get. And so they think that, oh, you know, from software, this is great. You know, these mech games, they're not that good. You play, go ahead and play any, pick any armored core, play it. And you're going to be like, mm, this is like a, like a 30 out of 100, you know. Um, controls clunky. Responsiveness, not that good. You know, a lot of glitches. This is my, both my personal opinion and. A little bit of fact sprinkled in. Um, <laughs> so anyway, the last few years, anytime anyone mentions Dark Souls, you know, I'm kind of, you know, you know, making jokes. I just most of the time I'm just trolling, but with yeah. a little bit of, you know, a little bit of my own personal truth in there. But most of the time, it's all in good fun. Speak your truth. I'm trolling. Speak your truth. I, I did play a little bit of Dark Souls one, just a little, not that much, like just like intro a little bit. I played some Dark Souls three. I didn't play two, play a little bit. Like I'm just talking about, like like, the, like you did, just maybe a co- like an, uh, two hours or something, you know, a little yeah. bit, just to see the hype. So we fast forward to you know now they're becoming really popular. They make they make Dark Souls. Dark Souls is where I start to have like even bigger problem with them because, someone in the chat said, "Don't you like Sonic Adventure?" And okay, <laughs> this is my point: Sonic Adventure, right? <laughs> Imagine oh, no. Sonic Adventure. <laughs> uh, think about the things that you could, not even opinion, that you could say are bad about Sonic Adventure, right? The number one thing maybe being the camera, right? One of the worst cameras in a 3D platformer. Now yeah. imagine if they decided because a few fans mistakenly thought that that <laughs> camera was good, that they're going to make that a core feature of every Sonic game that they make from now on. And that people will start praising that camera, saying like, oh, you just think the camera's bad because you don't know how to control it. Oh, you just think the camera's bad because you're not good at video games. Uh, you know, that's that's a perfect example. You had the perfect example, Sonic Adventure, because that's exactly how I feel like a lot of things with FromSoft games and Dark Souls happens. Dark Souls comes out. Um, it's got some good things going for it. Like, uh, you know, we'll give it credit. You know, it has yeah. this. It's a huge... You know, uh, the level design, I would say, is is great, especially for at the time. Um, you have all these shortcuts that loop back on each other, and you'll, you'll be exploring, and all of a sudden end up somewhere you know you were already, and it's all interconnected. I think that's brilliant. Um, and there's some other, you know, there's, there's good things about it, but it just irritates me that people take some of the things that were like accidents or just from software just being janky and they turn that into like something that they have to have in every game that Mm -hmm. is uh you know really good 
and you know uh, you don't know what you're talking about if you try to criticize these things um, whatever yeah now, <laughs> that's my little rant <laughs> I, from, so I had to get it out somewhere and I have a captive audience they're trying to roast um, you in the chat you gotta tell them like it hey, is hey this is part of the arc yeah yeah, it's a part of the journey um, so and yes I do like Nintendo games and I like uh, I'm a, this is and I brought this up before to people because someone said Don't, I like Nintendo uh, games uh, a lot can be said that's the thing. I'm a Nintendo apologist, so I see when people are apologizing for these companies, right? I know what it, exactly what it looks like. So when people are doing this with Dark Souls, I know because I do that with Nintendo all the time. Like, uh, oh, Smash Brothers Online. Oh, it's not that bad. You know, you just you just need to uh, plug it in with the Ethernet. You know, it's not that bad. I do this kind of stuff all the time. So I know exactly um, what I'm seeing. Now, we fast forward, right? Uh, Elden Ring gets announced. I think, well, was it at Game Awards when it was first announced? Yes. Very first time it was announced. It was just like a teaser. Anyway, either way. That sounds about right. You know, this thing gets announced. It's from software. Uh, I'm already starting to roll my eyes, right? Oh, no. Here's, here we go again. Everyone's going to be talking about <laughs> You're this You're probably with one, all of our friends, all too. All the time. Yeah, here that, we go. That guy from about, Game of Thrones. Yeah, Game R. R. Martin. You know, oh, that show ended real well. People, oh, you know, E3. whatever. E3. Okay, it was E3. Well, I'm sure we were, like, on a voice chat or something. So, um, you know, Elden Ring gets announced, uh, whatever. They they eventually show the the trailer years later, you know. Uh, I did watch the trailer. Um, I didn't remember that much from it. I remember there was like a horse that can double jump. Um, Which is and then cool, you know, a couple of weeks ago, we're getting close to launch. Everyone's hyped on it. I, you know, I'm already getting sick of hearing about this game. I don't have any <laughs> plans on playing Elden Ring. And what was it? And you know, even Jeff Keighley was like making a deal about it, like getting locked up in uh, what was it, Elden Ring box or whatever. And then when he got, like, Jeff Keighley, when he got to show off uh, Elden Ring for the first time, I thought the world exploded. Yeah, everyone's going, I'm just thinking, like, this is so overhyped, you know, this is so stupid. <laughs> this is all anyone's talking about. Um, I have no plans on playing this, whatever. Um, you know, I'm playing Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, and then, you know, we're getting closer <laughs> to the launch. And then I decide, like, you know what, you know, I'm such a contrarian with all this FromSoft, I like to make fun of it. I need to pick it up so that I can you know, really get all my ammunition where I can see, like, see yeah. how stupid this game is, you know, like, I need to play yeah. it a little bit. I plan on picking it up, playing it, you know, two hours, three hours, so I could just be like, you know, I got, you can't just make fun of something without knowing a little bit about what you're Seen talking about, you know, know your enemy. Um, so I, I, but I haven't been following it. You know, all these people are following, like everything the director says, every word he, he's like, God, it's like the Bible. He says something and they're like memorizing the scripture. They're like, Oh, check Miyazaki <laughs> chapter three, you know, verse four or whatever, you know, uh, whatever. I'm ugh, gross. So then, then, you know, the review embargo comes out. And every it's ten out of ten, right? Elden Ring, uh, Elden Ring, ten out of ten, ten out of ten, ten out of ten. Everyone's giving it a ten. This is crazy, unprecedented. You know, it's becoming top of the charts. <laughs> this game, um, and so I'm like, okay, well, that's pretty interesting. But this kind of irritates me more because I'm just thinking all these reviewers, they're from soft apologists. Uh, <laughs> they, in in fact, some of them even complain because they only got the review codes one week before. But this game is like this huge game, and they had to like crunch to get these reviews out. You know, it, you know, can you even rate the game properly? It's such a big game. Can you even give this a, 
you know, a hundred, uh, without even, you know, fully experiencing it. So I'm already thinking that's bogus too. It's got these fake reviews all over the place, whatever. Okay. So it comes out, you know, install it. Uh, I actually played Final Fantasy six pixel remaster because I wasn't really looking forward to playing it. Um, uh, you know, and here's where the redemption arc comes in. Cause I plan on playing yeah, it for yeah. like two hours. Yeah. I'm like 20 something hours in already. Can't stop playing. Wow. Right? Can't stop playing. Wow. What an um, arc. I'm almost ashamed to say it. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, and, but it's caused me to do a lot of self-reflection. Um, so <laughs> some of the things I just said, you know, I still feel that way to an extent about from software and some of its fans. Uh, but now that I've played Elden Ring for significant, somewhat significant, I guess it's not in the grand scheme of things, you know, it's a huge game, but you know, more than just a little bit. And I kind of understand a little more. I started realizing part of what I didn't like about the souls game in the first place was maybe not what I thought, because Mm. the very first thing I thought when I booted this up and played like the little intro, you know, tutorial kind of area, I'm already rolling my eyes again because I'm like this. They're calling it Elden Ring. This is l- literally just Dark Souls Four. You know, it it plays the same, has the same menus, has the same uh, system of leveling up. Everything's the same except that it's called Elden Ring. Um, so already I'm like, okay, I'm ready. I'm this is ammunition. You know, it's just it's just Dark I'm Souls Four, whatever. I'm making notes. But then I get out of the tutorial area, and if you ever played Breath of the Wild. Um, or Skyrim, there's just something about it drops you out and it doesn't really tell you what to do. <laughs> okay. And this is something I've complained about some of these games where, you know, they're a little bit too obtuse. But I've realized the thing I don't like about Dark Souls 1, 2, 3, or whatever isn't so much the gameplay or the mechanics or even like the difficulty or whatever. It's that they're more. I don't know if linear is quite the right word, but it's a little more closed in, right? It's like it, you're not that you're indoors. I was literally all thinking like box, but you're yeah. like you feel like suffocated. There's outdoors like, areas, yeah. but it's kind of all like boxed in, and 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 it's huge areas, and you can loop in and out of each other. Mm-hmm. But you, when you approach things, it's like you have to defeat this area or beat this area. Um, and of course, there's ways. It, like a good Japanese RPG, you can, you know, level up if you need to, and, and you know, it'll help your stats, so you can have an easier time. But I think a lot of the Souls game have kind of this uh, built up this reputation of being these like ultra difficult games that are really unapproachable. And I think a lot of it, and this is what's funny. I think a lot of it has to do with just some community gatekeeping where people are trying to create this community that is exclusionary of people who want accessibility. You know, I like when a game is very accessible as far as like think of a game like Celeste where it's a hard game, but you can just pause it and change all these options to make it easier to play for you. Um, And, you know, when this comes up with Dark Souls or it came up big time with Sekiro where people wanted an easy mode uh, Mm -hmm. just for accessibility reasons and the FromSoft community just all jumped all over that, got all nasty, yeah. telling people, you know, you just need to get better at games. These get, that's going to ruin the game experience, even though, like, you can play it in the harder mode if you want. It doesn't ruin it for you. But they just don't want people to be able to say that they experience the game uh, because it, they feel like it takes away from their achievement, I guess, playing it really hard. Yeah. 
And I feel like what they've done with Elden Ring without adding difficulty options has made it way more accessible for people because um, it's the way I put it was that it's not really even that it's that hard. It's just that it lets you it it lets you go wherever you want and you can end up in places where maybe you're not supposed to be in yet. And people who like that challenge will love challenging a level 50 boss when they're level 10 or whatever. But if you don't like to do that, you can just go to this other area. It, it's way more open, way open, right? You could just go wherever you want. I just love, I'm just getting on my horse and I just go wherever <laughs> I want, explore. I find cool treasure. I'm like a treasure hunter. I'm like Indiana Jones. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just yeah. going around the world. I'm like, oh, what's over here? What's over here? Uh, I'll give you an example. I saw this big dragon, you know, in the swamp, huge dragon. So I go up to it and it just kills me in like one hit. I'm like, well, not going to be doing that, I guess. So I go, I'm going to, one more time. Let me try this. So I go, kills me in one hit again. I'm like, uh, yeah, this is stupid. But then that time I saw behind him, there was like a little treasure. So I was like, oh. So I go, I go behind him, grab the treasure, just run away. Who cares? I'm not going to beat that thing. I don't care. Right? That's how I play it. A lot of people don't like to play their games like that. But I like to just do whatever Sneaky. I want, go in. Yeah. And so this has changed my uh, viewpoint a little bit about uh, some of the, and, and I've, I've started to enjoy some of the, I guess you could say enjoy the jank, right? The game, there's some jankiness. <laughs> That's a quote. Right? That's a quote. Enjoy the jank. Wow. There, there is some jankiness. From Soft is janky. But there are, I guess, I don't know. They're giving you the choice to do whatever you want. And it causes problems sometimes. Like, there's some stuff that infuriates me still. Uh, under my health bars, there's all these little icons of like buffs and debuffs as far as like, you know, maybe spells that have been cast on me or maybe items that are giving me things. I have no idea what they mean. There's no explanation. It doesn't tell you anywhere. <laughs> I have no, no idea. There's like all these things. I have no idea. what What is that? What is going on? Yeah. No idea. But uh, it's satisfying. You know, I, I start a character. I'm like, what am I going to do? I don't know. I, I, I felt like Maybe the game's too hard for me, so I was going to do a mage class so I could just use magic from far away. And so I started doing that, but then I found like a cool weapon, so I'm like, oh, I'm going to use this now. And then I found a, a last night I found a katana, so I'm like, well, now I'm going to be like a samurai mage. <laughs> so now I have you know a katana and my magic wand. I'm like shooting things, but I have a katana. Uh, you know, you could just do whatever <laughs> you want. It, there's no right, right or wrong way, you know. Yeah, that's really. It's cool. appealing. If you've ever played Skyrim. Actually, I don't like people comparing it to Breath of the Wild that much uh, because I think yeah. it's a very different game from Breath of the For Wild. Sure. I don't think it's better or worse. I think they're very totally different. But I could see um, as far as there's this feeling you get when you play Breath of the Wild or Skyrim or this game now of discovery and exploration where you didn't even know something was possible or that something would could exist. And it's like very surprising. You know, you're just mm -hmm. wandering around and you just find some, you know, obscure cave or just a hole in the wall thing. And it just leads you into like this whole thing that could be like its own multiplayer game or single player game where it's like this whole dungeons down here. Like just you would never have found it. It's, it might not even be part of the main storyline or whatever, but it's just something, you know, some moment where you just find some discovery and it just keeps going on forever. That's really And so cool. I think it really captures that kind of sense of wonder and discovery that is really why I want to play games in the first place. And the last thing is like with the difficulty debate, part of the reason I, again, don't really 
tend to like some of the harder games. Um, and it's not really, I'm not saying this is like a, a dig on from software this in this particular instance, but, uh, a lot of harder games, like I don't have as much time now to be able to like play games. So when I do play, I just, it's not fun for me to have to fight the same boss for like, that's what I meant earlier. Yeah. Four hours. Same. Right. Yeah. Cause then I just haven't gone anywhere. I don't have that much time. And so I do like when games respect my time more and give me other things to do or other options. That's why I like Final Fantasy a lot, to be honest, is because there's just so much to do, so much content. I can craft or I can go exploring or I can do whatever. And that's what I feel like Elden Ring is compared to maybe the other Dark Souls games, because if I get stuck or something, uh, I'll just go somewhere else. The map is huge. It's like literally gigantic. So I'll just go over here and explore over here, do something, and then come back. By the time I come back, it's like a lot easier and now i can defeat yeah. that thing that i couldn't defeat before but um it's so big that it's just it just gives you that feeling like you're not wasting time because it's just fun to explore the exploration right. is just fun in itself well that That's was awesome. my long rant what other questions <laughs> no, I, you have i have a question josh sorry yeah go ahead kayla no no i was just adding commentary i was just saying i think that that's uh, a really good perspective Go ahead. Yeah, I, I feel like I want to actually try it now. There's that's more the to do than like, just get my butt kicked. That's <laughs> coming from someone who is literally like I used to just, you know, bash these games uh, or, you know, uh, even up until the release of this. I think that if you like and like Kayla was saying before, though, not every game is for everyone. That's fine. And I, I agree with that. But I think that there's something special about this. Even with some of the jank and some of the criticisms that I have, I can start to see, and I haven't beat it, obviously. So I don't like, I'm not going to review a game that I haven't beat, but I could see how some of these people gave this a 10, even kind of overlooking some things that maybe with other games you would hold them more accountable. Um, I kind of get it with this, I guess. And I think there's something special with this. There's, it, and it only happens, you know, rarely in this modern time. It used to happen more back in the day, but. You know, like a Super Mario 64 moment when a game comes out and it kind of redefines. I think Breath of the Wild was like that too. Skyrim was like that. Portal was like that. These certain games that they come out and it's going to have a lasting impact on other developers and other games that are coming out in the pipeline. So this just came out. You're going to start to see influences, you know, four or five years from now where people are picking up what makes this game fun and breaking that down, especially like now that it's got the 10 out 10s, you know, all the boardrooms and every game company right now, all the people in suits are like, <laughs> make me one of these kind of games, you know? Yeah. So I think that even though you're saying like, well, I don't know, I'm on the fence, um, especially for you guys, I would recommend, you know, you're like a gaming influencers, <laughs> but I would say, <laughs> I would say give that. it a fair shake. Like I did, because I think that there, there's something special about it where, um, you're going to start to see the impact of that, you know, mm -hmm. in future games, because they really, I'm surprised. I'll be honest. I did not expect it to them to do so well with um, some of the, uh, and you could say, even though I don't like to compare it to Breath of the Wild, you could say they were probably heavily influenced on trying to capture some of that discovery because um, it really is like every thing you go around every hill or every, uh, thing you see something you, you get distracted you're like oh i'm gonna go over here and do this but then you're like oh no i'm gonna do this now and you're like oh no i'm gonna go over here and do this and um it just keeps going and i love exploring in games and usually 
I just kind of run through everything as fast as possible to see what I'm at, and then I go backwards. But this is really a huge world. It's huge. Um, and I haven't even – I'm 20-something hours in. I haven't even got close to even just going around the whole map yet. Yeah. And that's with me well, just like, flying around everywhere, just running around. Some of the things that I really like that you said that made me kind of like, hmm, are – well, first of all, I didn't actually play Breath of the Wild. I know that, like, that's like on the I know, top that's list of me to me play. Too, yeah, <laughs> I need to play that too. Uh, so that's on the top of my list to play on my Switch for sure. Um, but I did play a lot of Skyrim back in the day, uh, and I really enjoyed Skyrim. So you making yes. these comparisons so, make me think quick story a little bit. about Skyrim. This is a funny context for you for Skyrim. Skyrim's also, I I think it's. I gets a lot of hate because people meme it because it comes out on like everything, but it is uh, again like it's it one of these. What it is. Yeah. It's one of these games that impacted gaming, right? And um, you know, it's a little bit older now, and of course, Bethesda games are also very janky. So maybe you just got to make a janky game every now and then, yeah, and, you know, <laughs> let it go, and then just tune it every um, once in a while. I mean, it's super janky, but um, there's something incredible about Skyrim um, where I have like I think 400 hours on the ps3 version and then i got on pc and i put like another 200 so this is skyrim's probably one of the games i've actually played the most and i'll I'll be honest i've never made it past the first story mission on it i got the first uh (laughs) dragon roar and then i never did any main quest i never beat it never even come close because there's just so much other things you can do kind of like we were talking about horizon some of the side quests are like entire games themselves like when you do the uh assassin's guild or the thieves guild those are like games in them the thieves guild storyline is a game in itself the assassin's guild storyline is a game in itself and that's all i did i just did all that stuff i go around but i remember there's a super memorable moment and i still remember to this day where i'm just exploring in skyrim running around and i find this little it's just in the middle of nowhere i'm just wherever i'm just i find this little cave i go in this little cave just expecting you know some some mummies or whatever i'm going Mm -hmm. in and it's getting crazier and, and weirder and it starts getting kind of crazy, and, and by the end, there's like a little boss, and I beat the boss. I'm like, okay, that was kind of a weird cave. But I go out, and it, all of a sudden, I exit on this plateau that's overlooking, like this beautiful overlook. And, and that plateau, I guess, exists. You could probably see it from somewhere else, but I didn't know it existed. And there's this like golden sword, like, you know, like the master sword is like waiting for me. And I yeah. pick it up, and it's like this very specific, like, sword and um you'll you can find books in the world and sometimes there's like legends about it i just like randomly found this like legendary you know item and it's just so cool and elder ring is like a ton of those back to back basically because you can just find these cool items or cool armor that seem like they're like maybe from way different part of the game but it's like well whatever i'm just gonna use it now like who cares and so i think yeah there's something special about it even though i hate on souls games a lot and even though this is basically just dark souls 4 it's like honestly it's the same thing a lot of things that i criticize about the dark souls games are in this game too uh but there's just something about recontextualizing that into a more accessible and open environment that makes such a huge difference um and i think it's going to have a lasting impact on the industry Nice. That's that's good perspective for sure. Because what you said, I thought was really good too. How like even though there's not necessarily like difficulty mode still, there is like the it, it is almost like customizable, like you said. Yes, which I think is pretty it's cool. Very customizable. Yeah, because I've seen a lot on social media about like 
like you said, like the kind of the toxic like gatekeeping of like, well, you just shouldn't play it if you can't handle it, like that sort of thing. And I think that's yeah, it's very, very common. Like, and you know, all the all, I'm not going to generalize say every FromSoft fan is like that, but uh, you know, a lot of different gaming communities have their kind of thing that is kind of awkward or toxic, and that's definitely one of them. With, yeah, with these. I think <laughs> most communities have something, you know, and, and that's not everyone, like you said, is like that. But I, ha- I did see a lot of that, and I was like, well, you know, that's not really fair, especially for like for accessibility reasons as well. And and honestly, that was kind of me. It kind of turned me off to think because I literally just heard about how hard they all are. Um, But hearing you talk about it that way is actually really cool. Um, So I might have to... It's still kind of strange to me, though. I've got to admit, it's still a little bit weird. It's like that Sonic Adventure camera thing because they used to be kind (laughs) of a a mid-tier studio with like a lower budget. And now you've given them all this money, this big budget, and they've... You know, they intentionally keep some of the stuff in that is kind of dated just because people expect it of them. And I guess, you know, so you got to play yeah. your fans a little. Um, but it's it's a little weird. I, I'm not going to lie. It is weird. But uh, it is good. Uh, so it's undeniably couple... good. I can't I can't fake it. I can't I can't pretend to hate it. <laughs> it's <laughs> so a good game. That you're, you've been transformed. Wow. Yeah. I've, it's caused a lot of self-reflection, you know. Yeah. Uh, A couple of quick comments before we wrap up. Uh, Lee from Lunch said, I'm just playing this game as a farmer and the harvest is plentiful. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, Lee from Lunch, we've been, that's the other thing, multiplayer. I didn't even talk about that. It's it's janky, let me tell you. But uh, we've been playing some multiplayer. You can have up to three people at a time. And so that's nice too, because if there is, you know, I'm not maybe the best souls like player or whatever. Um, I did beat a boss on my own just to try to get that experience, um, and I'm glad I did. But the next boss, um, I had friends with me to help, and um, that's fun, you know, because then it's yeah. not as much pressure, and you're not getting as frustrated. Um, and it's it's fun to accomplish. It's like a destiny raid or something, you know. It's fun to accomplish something together. Um, but yeah, uh, late from lunch plays it maybe even more psychotic than how I play it. And they'll just stand <laughs> in one spot, you know, to level up forever or whatever, or even, um, you know, some enemies drop a certain item. And so he was saying he was, uh, you know, fighting the same enemy like 200 times or something to try to get that one item or something like that. Oh my That's God. cool. You can do that, but you know, yeah, that's dedicated. Definitely farm mode. Uh, and Oric Windstar said it's the first from soft game. You could play as a pacifist. Yeah, that's true. I'm like, you know, like I said, Indiana Jones. I just got a whip too. I'm, I think I'm just going to try to whip people and <laughs> be Indiana Jones. <laughs> that's really funny. Uh, okay. Yeah, well, cool. I'm gonna. I'm definitely gonna get to it. Um, my rule is I have to beat Horizon sure, before I you know. download Elden Ring. So I'm gonna do that. Um, but when any game, I don't care what I know about it or what people feel about a certain like game developer if it gets that kind of score yeah. i have to play it i, think I gotta see what the to. big deal is about yeah so i'm definitely gonna give it a shot it's 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 uh it's a unique experience yeah i well, can't wait to see what mine's about i think everyone has had a different kind of take on it like how they play it so that'd be interesting to see yeah well, thank you so much, Josh. I think this was a great episode. Uh, definitely a different one for us having you on. Normally, you know, we don't we don't have too many hot takes with you on normally. Well, <laughs> sometimes. 
But this yeah, you had really me on cool. for Nintendo stuff, but I'm I'm like one of those FromSoft fans, but just with Nintendo, you know, you have to have like a disclaimer <laughs> on almost because you know I'm just gonna say everything's fine. Oh, this is fine. People are trashing on it for no reason. That's how I talk about Nintendo. But yeah. uh, you know, it, it's you know, I've 2022. You know, you learn new things about yourself. Hey, you do. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for coming on and giving us your full thoughts. Uh, we hope to see you guys next time. I think that's going to be all for us today, folks. Sorry yep. for the, the the derpiness in the beginning. <laughs> Dang, yeah. It's just, you wow. know, it's past uh, my bedtime, so. Granny's got to go. I'm scared. All right, bye, guys. See you next time. Thanks for watching. Bye. Bye. Bye.